When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is it that makes you old-fashioned? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Holly Roberts is with us. And uh, what is it that makes you old-fashioned? That's the question we're asking. Give us a call at 651-641-1071 because I saw this delightful story about Dolly Parton that made me love her even more as if that was possible. So Miley, so you know, Dolly Parton has this new Christmas album, A Holly Dolly Christmas, coming Mm -hmm. out. And Miley Cyrus is her goddaughter. And she, Dolly Parton, asked Miley Cyrus to collaborate with her on this album. But the way she asked her was what is so stinking delightful. She sent her a fax. A what? A fax, F-A-X. It's like a facsimile. Um, It's this thing where... You put Do we a still use those? Piece of, I don't think anybody does. So here's what, Who's got a fax machine? I know. Well, that Do you want to know? She was on the Graham Norton show, Miley Cyrus was, and explaining how this all came out, came okay. about. And she said that, uh, so he asked her, Graham Norton asked Miley Cyrus, so Dolly Parton, she called you. And Miley goes, no, she faxed me. And then she added that she doesn't even own a fax machine. She said she gets really upset if you don't respond meaning Dolly. She said, it's like, I'm sorry, I don't even know. Half the people watching your show might not even know what a fax machine is. But apparently Billy Ray Cyrus owns an old fax machine to accept faxes. And apparently Billy Ray Cyrus also has two BlackBerry phones. I Because he prefers them. I mean, it's just weird to me. Like, Also, I remember when we went through that whole thing where you could send faxes to like an email and that was like revolutionary. Right. I mean, nobody has sent a fax. We do have a fax machine here, I think, unless they removed it. No, it's still here. No, we still have it. Um, And people, I think occasionally, I forget why they used it, but there's some. There are some times that you will have to use a fax machine if you have to, if they need an original signature. But even now. Or not an original signature, but they need like an actual signature. But even now, they've got DocuSign so many for so many yeah, things. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say like there's like technology. I mean, especially thanks to COVID, it sort of sped up these technologies where like I finally, finally, I don't need to be present to do these arbitrary things that we used to. And right. and like you know to think that there's somebody out there like beep boop. And then the thing, remember how long it takes for that thing to get spit out? Like so slowly. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, also, here's another thing that makes Dolly Parton so delightful is, um, you know, the kids these days, when they release their music, they do it all digitally. So there's not like, that's how you can turn it around so quickly. They, it's not they a release. do it all digitally. It's, it's not even like kids these days. No. It's like At the whole music like industry. Lawrence Welk's greatest hits is digital. Except, Dropping on Spotify. Except for Dolly Parton. So Dolly Parton, um, so Miley Cyrus was like, yeah, sure, I'll do your Christmas album. But then she's like, Dolly reached out about doing a Christmas record. And only for Dolly Parton do you sing a Christmas carol in July. But she makes physical records. So she had to get it turned in. So Miley's like, I was singing about Christmas in the middle of L.A. summer, but only for Dolly. We have a caller on the line. Wonderful. Who do we do have it. on the line? We have Lori. Uh, Lori. And by the way, everybody else, 651-641-1071. What makes you old-fashioned? Lori, what makes you old-fashioned? Today would be a perfect day. I still hang clothes outside on the clothesline. Oh, oh see, I love that because that makes them smell mm-hmm. just like so good. Yeah. Unless you yeah. live in a smoggy area. Yeah, that's true. Um, or the wildfires, yeah. the bonfire. Do you yeah. do you do that? You have do you have a dryer, but you prefer them on the line? I uh, in the summer for yeah. sure on the line, but yes, I do have a dryer. I love that. Thank you for your yeah. call. That's good old fashioned. I like that. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What makes you old fashioned, Holly? Do we have any other callers? Not right now. They're too busy faxing us their answers. Yeah, they're yes. like. <laughs> They're writing a letter. They're going to send it in the mail. We'll get yeah, it in a couple weeks, weeks from guys. now. Yeah. Um, Bradley, do you, I don't even know why I'm asking. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I'm an 80 year old woman and have been my entire life. So, and an 80 year old man for that matter. But um, whether it's candy, my taste in polka music, <laughs> my uh, love of history, is it that you turn sourdough. your own butter? Uh, I don't actually churn my own butter, but you know that uh, I, I don't time. understand that you, you got made your winter. own cheese, so you should be careful. I haven't made my cheese yet. Well, I think you we did need make to... cheese. Didn't you make ricotta cheese? Yeah. Oh, I did make ricotta cheese. Yeah. I have not churned butter yet, mm. but I no, but I have actually. That's not true. I've made butter. I've whipped well, my own butter. I was going to say you can make butter by accident, right? Like you just yeah. whip cream long enough and you get butter. But yeah, I think we need to talk to Laura. Okay, hello, right. Laura. Laura, what makes you old fashioned? Well, listen, I make butter every week, and I make bread every day, and I crochet Afghans, and I'm only in my 30s. Wait okay, a minute. I every right day? Or who are you so feeding, much. or where can I buy a loaf? <laughs> Myself and my kids, and you can just have a loaf, but yeah, I make it every single day. Do you do sourdough, or do you um, use, like, yeasties? So I make a lazy sourdough, oh. but um, yeah, so like the the... The dough that I have in my fridge right now is a sourdough because I've been making a lazy sourdough for like a year. So you just keep making it over and over again. I know. I got your yeah. number. Yeah. yeah. I love this. Um, I love all of these things. Um, I'm with you on the crocheting. Back when my kids were small and I was home, I did make bread once a week, though, not every day. That is impressive. So there's this thing called artisan bread in five minutes a day. So it takes me five minutes to make my bread every day. Knock it off. Yeah. And then you yeah. basically, because what you're doing is constantly having the dough ready to go in the fridge. Right. So you just pull it out. Yeah. I've, no I've seen this recipe. Nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. This is so cool. Well, thank you for your call. I I want to be you when I grow up. That is amazing. It, I will say, you know, the things that matter to you, like, 
find the things that matter to you and then you invest a little time and then it's way easier than you think. You don't mm-hmm. have to do it all. Like I'm not really on the butter train because I have found some really cheap, uh, not cheap, really easy to access amazing butter. Whereas bread for me, it's right. like, I just like I just like good bread. Just like, <laughs> I just like good I bread. Like my bread. We got more collars on the line. Who do we have? Let's go to Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Lisa, what makes you old-fashioned? Well, I'm not making my bread every day. I wish I was. Right? I better get, get busy. Get crack-a-lacking on that. I know. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm letting my family down. Yeah. What I do is um, I still like to do the crossword puzzle in the newspaper. Oh, oh I love what, that. Can I ask what newspaper you, uh, crossword puzzle you do? The New York Times and oh, the yeah. Star Tribune. I'm not very good at it. My brother, he can finish the whole thing. But I tried doing it online, and it just it's not the same. It's not and the same. I'm with you. I used to do the crossword puzzles uh, until I stopped getting the actual physical. And then I tried doing the the online thing. And to your point, it's just not the same. Uh -uh. And I work with a lot of younger women. And one time I was doing one on my break at work. And um, a coworker said, oh, Lisa, look at you. You've got the actual paper. You're doing the crossword puzzle. You are so delightful. I mean, didn't you want to slap her with the newspaper? No, I thought it was funny. I went home and told my husband, I'm delightful because I do the, because you do the puzzle in the paper. Yeah. Oh, Lisa, thank you for your call. Who They'll else? be delightful someday when they're doing their like Instagram. And, right, you know, and the, nobody's doing that They're anymore. like, what's the Instagram? <laughs> they're on their jetpacks. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have Paul uh, give us the last word Perfect. on this. Hi, Paul. Paul, what is Hi. it that makes you old-fashioned? Well, I was born in 1951, so my body is old-fashioned. But, uh, you know, the the uh, expiration date on the body parts wore out about 10 years ago. But I, I, I had, well, product of the 60s and early 70s, and I had every Beatles album. I had, I had probably 150 vinyl oh, albums. I love and this. Then I, and then I, I went to the tape decks, mm. you know? And mm-hmm. I, I replaced every last one of my vinyl with the tape decks. And then when the tape decks went out, I went to the CDs mm-hmm. and I replaced everything. And I and I gave all my um, vinyl to, I won't mention the name of the store, but it's an inexpensive. Mm-hmm. You can buy cheap um, albums there. Anyway. Oh, I know what you mean. Now you can't even buy a car with a CD player anymore. Yeah. I know. Isn't that the truth? So you know, what's next? How, how do you how do you re, how do you fit a car with a CD player? You know, and I'm not going to buy one of those. What are those little things called? Uh, <laughs> an iPod? On, no, no, no. It's the little chips that fit into things. Oh, you want like a USB? USB? Like a yeah, yeah. Well, well, flash drive, flash drive. Yeah. Would, but, uh, but anyway, yeah. So. What's next? Are they going to put chips in your brain? So you Hopefully. Don't have to do a- oh, man. Yeah. We're for yeah. that. Thank you for yeah. your call. No, I'm for it because like, I don't got time to like lose Mm-mm. stuff. I just want to stick it in my Yeah, just put it in your head, and then it's there, and you know where it there is. are people mortified. What? <laughs> then you don't even have to talk. You can just pulsate electromagnetically. Oh, I just want to absorb. When we come back, I- I'll translate for you. Keep going. When we come back, um, um. we're going to talk about whoosh. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. I'm just excited to talk about whoosh. After this on My Talk 1071. Uh, I, I literally don't know if I can anymore.
What? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. I really just, I can't. What's going on? I can't anymore with whoosh. Sorry. Oh, whoosh. That's our publationship of Jacob Bush and nope. Tiffany. Nope. Jacob P. Bush. Uh, and Rebel Wilson. Correct. Um, so remember, so we've been talking about the hallmarks of a publationship and, and all the ways that we know that they are in a publationship. And very specifically, we've talked a lot about sort of the imbalance in his posts, meaning Jacob P. Bush's posts yeah. and Rebel Wilson's posts about this publationship. Yeah, she um, uses him a lot more in her social media than mm-hmm. vice versa. And the thing about a publationship is both parties have to be getting something from the publationship, right? Yeah. So what is Rebel Wilson getting from the publationship? Well, she is allowing herself even more headlines at a moment when she's trying to get attention for her Beachbody reboot. Exactly. And what is Jacob P. Bush getting? Well, he has uh, a bunch of irons in the fire. Well, actually, there's two things. One is this new business venture. Which is? His ice cream. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. And allegedly, he's a hot mess, and his family is like, we need to get you into a relationship because you're a mess. So... We need some stability in your life. That's on his personal, like that's like a, his personal journey. But publicly, you you said he's got this ice cream line. Yeah. Which well, was announced just after they got they together. They went public with their relationship. By the way, they've known each other for longer than they've let on. But mm-hmm. go ahead. So if you go over to Rebel Wilson's um, Instagram and look at her story, the first thing you will see is a picture of her with her hair done perfectly, wearing a nice uh, LBD. That would be a little black dress. And she's holding a... She's holding like a little pint of ice cream. Not, that's not a pint. What is that? Is that a pint? Yeah. It's okay, a pint it's a pint of ice cream. Of ice cream. God. I mean... The last time you ate a pint of ice cream, girl. A long time ago. But here, can I, can I point something out that is really obnoxious about this? The top of the ice cream is face down on the cream-colored chair next to her. You don't do that. That is clearly a photo shoot, oh, right? Oh, yeah, like because that would not, yeah. No, because that would stain well. the chair. Anyway, so she's looking at it longingly with her spoon <laughs> in one hand, and, and it says, uh, at Naps Ice Cream, I may be biased, but this is the best healthy ice cream out there. And then the second picture Wait, is this in her stories? It's in her stories, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. The second picture is of her enjoying the ice cream. jeez. Oh, also, the picture of... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. For enjoying the ice cream, can we just talk about something? There's nothing on the spoon. That spoon is clean. That spoon did not dive into a pint of ice cream. She's being so influency lately in a way that's just like uh, annoying, like very, very basic. You're not even trolling influence culture. You're not even being funny about it. Well, and because in the third and last story, she's um, pimping for something called Rotten Roach. What? Yeah. Shop the best T-shirts in the world via our website. And she's wearing a particular sweater. Yesterday, she was in a Rolls Royce with her... uh, Entertainment Tonight, it's a real good show, co-host friend Mm -hmm. in a Rolls Royce that had been clearly rented from somewhere that Mm -hmm. she was trying to get attention for. She is like influencer game, like, but it's... It is a full court press. Bargain basement. Like, she should take notes from Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. But I think she is, but she's not taking good notes. notes. So what you're saying is... That it's driving you nuts that um, she's pimping her new boyfriend's ice cream brand. Well, it's, yeah. But she's not even eating it. No. No, literally. And the other thing, it's just so obvious. And I think that's why I'm irritated is it's like, she's not even doing it well right now. This is... Well, it also You don't even have to actually be paying attention in order to see how fake it is. Also, can we just talk about how it's kind of dissonant from what she's trying to do right now? Like, you're trying to tell us that... You don't eat stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like you, she has made the effort to be like, I'm on this health kick and I'm transforming my life. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't put the ice cream eating into context. Again, I'm talking about sort of like the, the like messaging. I'm not talking about like right. the real world. Like, of course, if you're healthy, you can eat ice cream. I'm right. not saying you can't. Um, but like insofar as she's like doing one thing, it. Like those things don't kind of go together because she doesn't put it in a context. She doesn't say, you know, like, oh my God, I want to eat this entire thing, but I can't right now because I'm trying to be good, but I'm still going to allow myself a little treat because mm-hmm. it is my boyfriend's new ice cream company. Like, I could do this in my sleep 10 times better than she's doing it. Okay. Can I just also draw another correlation for you? If you go to Jacob P. Bush's Instagram, have you seen his latest? His latest is the two of them on a, a jet, mm-hmm. his back jet. At, his jet from twenty hours ago, back in time for the Naps Ice Cream website launch. Oh, yeah. Well, that's interesting timing. Yeah. Just in time for her to photograph herself eating her Naps ice cream. Well, yeah. Cream. I mean, like, ob- it's so obvious. Exactly. That that's what this is, and then of course, Naps ice cream likes to weigh in. I mean, that's him. So he's like weighing in on mm-hmm. himself, himself, which is kind of hilarious. <laughs> I mean, hey, look, I, again, everybody's doing this like every like f- especially celebrities. So there's nothing unusual. It's just that she's not doing it well. And that's a bummer. Yeah, it is. I like her. We need to give her some insty advice, perhaps. Agreed. How best to influence When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid idiots after this on My Talk 107.1.
We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Yo, yo, I don't know. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because your world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in a state that looks like a big wiener. Florida. 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 Like, for example, the UK and specifically Bristol. Can we go to Bristol? Hello. Thank you. (laughs) Um, So if you're in Bristol and you're not from there, let's say you're visiting, you're doing some stuff, or maybe you're out for a night on the town and you're like, I I don't don't want to drive home. (laughs) And so you, like many other Brits uh, or Americans, if you're in the United States or any country, uh, that has liquor. Mm-hmm. Um, you call a Lyft. You call a Lyft or an yeah. Uber, right? Well, that's exactly what happened um, to one gentleman. So, turns out his name is uh, James Mallet. Got in a Uber and apparently was going home from a fun night at Chasers Nightclub in Kingswood. Okay. Oh, it's always a fun night at Chasers. Um. And People you're get real crunk. You're in the back. Do you get crunk in England? I don't know. <laughs> no. Crunk. He got crunk. And no. um, he was like, he was all drunk and he's crunk. And he's in the back seat and he did something that'll change your life forever. And in fact, it got him uh, in trouble with the law. In fact, it got him in court. Uh, so he did something so bad in the back of an Uber that he wound up in court. What do you imagine would wind you up in a courtroom in Bristol, England, when you're drunk at an Uber? Did he poo in the back seat while shooting a gun out the window? Uh, I do, is it illegal to poo in the back seat? I, I mean, it do, it can't be le- it can't be legal. Well, I mean. It, is there a law? You may not poop in well, an Uber. Well, you're at least going to get a zero star review. He <laughs> did not poop in an Uber, nor did he shoot a gun. But you know what he did do? What? Ollie? <gasps> no, actually, you were on. Okay. You were on something uh, the first time. He farted. That's it. That's illegal. He farted in an Uber. It's illegal. And wound to, up in court. It's illegal to fart in an Uber. Well, apparently, I mean, because if it is, deny it. I am a criminal. So it turns out that the drunken James Mallet let it rip as one Alexander Bonchev was driving uh, him home from Chaser's nightclub. The Bristol Crown Court heard that that was the final straw for the cabbie, who apparently had suffered abuse from other fares, told Mr. Mallet to get out of his vehicle. Well, Mr. Mallet decided that he was going to double down on his uh, pooty tubes. And then he pooed. No. Then he blew the driver upside Whoa. the head. Oh, okay. Hold on. It says he <laughs> rained blows on the driver, okay. knocking him down. <laughs> this was a whole, whole different story. 
That is illegal, I think. Unwanted that. No, Mr. Mallet beat him up uh, in uh, response to the cab driver telling him to get out after he farted. Do we have a time of day that this happened? Oh, it was the middle of the night. Because I'm just, you know, here's the thing about going out to the bar in England is that they always have these trolleys of hot dogs Mm. sitting outside of the club. A trolley of hot dogs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm like, imagining when you say like that? Meet me in like, St. Louis like style? A little, like a little, like, you know, they have the train ride at Nickelodeon Universe. Like, it's, in my mind, it's that There's of a guy in there going, hot dogs. Get your hot dogs! <laughs> a cart of hot Choo-choo! dogs. <laughs> and let me tell you, sometimes those are, those are seeped in onions and oh, so wrapped in bacon. You can't avoid the farting in the Uber, I yeah. think is what I hear from you. Well, what I'm saying is it probably packed a literal punch. <laughs> well, it, it did end up packing a literal punch because the tutor-in-chief punched the uh, the cabbie, which is what technically wound him up in court, but it was the toot that started the whole thing. So be careful when you toot. Um, also, like, silent but deadly stuff. You know, well, I guess you got to be careful with silent but deadly, too, because... If it's just you and the cabbie, the cabbie kind of knows. Well, that wasn't my boot. That's not my brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Maybe open a window, cough, crack a window, air it out, air crack it out. a window, air it out. Thank you. <sighs> anyway, um, that happened. Cab driver was ultimately fine, and uh, since then has returned to his native Bulgaria. Wow, that's. Not the ending I was expecting. <laughs> okay. Um, let's go to Pennsylvania. And um, we're going to meet a guy, uh, a 30-year-old guy by the name of Joshua Logue. He's from Columbus, Ohio. But we are talking about something that went down in Pennsylvania, specifically in South Strabane Township, Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, They recently tracked down a burglar who broke into a Taco Bell in the middle of the night and stole $300 from the register and a Mexican pizza. He did not steal a Mexican pizza, but I added that to the story for flair because that's what I would do if I were to break into a Taco Bell. I would start there. I'd get the sour cream gun and shoot myself silly. Thank you. They have a gun of sour cream. Mm. So they found this guy because they got a shot of his license plate on a security camera, and so they were like... Beep, boop, 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 beep. Uh, that is 30-year-old Joshua Logue from Columbus, Ohio. Oh. But when they pulled a warrant for his arrest, it turned out that he was pretty easy to track down. Why, you ask? Why, I ask. Because he was in jail in Indiana for breaking into a Taco Bell. It what? turns out this is this guy's move. He's been arrested for breaking into at least 30 other Taco Bells in Holy Kentucky, buckets. West Virginia, and Ohio. Mm-hmm. So now he's facing multiple felony charges. Why a Taco Bell? Why would you keep... It's kind of like when you're a bank robber and mm-hmm. you just keep doing the same thing. Like, aren't, don't you think eventually they're going to catch up to you? Because they're going to be like, oh, the same guy keeps turning up. Also, I'm mildly surprised that they keep three hundred, like that they keep that much money in the register. Yeah, I would think that you'd put the money away at the end of the night One in the safe, think. right? 
I would. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they'd hide it in the bell. Well, hopefully they've changed their ways, including mm-hmm. but not limited to bringing back the Mexican pizza. Thank you. I mean, who do we talk to about that? I think it's a lost cause. Oh, man. Much like most things. Um, it's just the worst thing when you realize that your last Mexican pizza was your last Mexican yeah. pizza. Yeah. And you didn't realize it at the time. No, and I would have enjoyed it more. Maybe slowed it down. That's why you gotta maybe, live in the now. Maybe caressed it a little bit. Sang a little song to it. Thank you. Next. Um, I would like to go to Brazil. That's Brazil. Yep, specifically Estado de Sao Paulo. Um, I want to take you to St. Paul, otherwise known as Sao Paulo. Mm-hmm. I don't speak Portuguese very well. Um, but I want to tell you... About Chico Rodriguez. I want to hear about Chico Rodriguez. Now, Chico Rodriguez is, you might ask yourself, why are we talking about such, you know, highfalutin figures in the Brazilian government? Because Chico Rodriguez is the Brazilian president's deputy leader in the Senate. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah, so why are we talking about this? That's kind of ob- uh, bizarre and not obvious. So, Bolsonaro, that's the president, I think, of uh, Brazil. He um, has been trying to portray himself as an anti-corruption crusader. Unfortunately, his friend Chico Rodriguez, the deputy leader in the Senate, was caught recently with some money that he shouldn't have had. Mm. And this, uh, in fact, he had 30,000 reais. Don't know what okay. those are, reais, but that's just the the monetary unit in Brazil. He had thirty thousand dollars, but that's not a crazy stupid idiot story. No, that's a lot of monies, but not crazy stupid idiot. It's where the money was that earned him crazy stupid idiot status. Was it in his butt? Yeah. Stop. of whatever the Brazilian dollars are in his butt. In fact, um, this was no ordinary wad of cash in his behind. To give you a sense of how preposterous the situation was, uh, this is according to Revista Crusoe, the person reporting the story, Um, it was a scene of considerable embarrassment. So police made their discovery while scouring the senator's home... Um, I would say they were scouring more than his home. Yeah, apparently they did. Um, (laughs) Again, this raid was a part of an operation of the suspected misappropriation of public funds. And they found this concealed bundle in his Batuski. And, quote, to give you a sense of just how preposterous the situation was, some of the recovered notes... Wait for it. I don't. Do I? No. Do I have to? Some of the recovered notes, because where Mm -hmm. were they recovered from? His booty. Some of the recovered notes... Don't say, don't say schmeces. <laughs> ...were stained with schmeces. No, don't. I told you not to say it. So Brazilians shared the news under the viral hashtag Propina Nabunda, which is a bribe up the bum. Many suggested the find would be remembered in the annals of history. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, no. Propina Nabunda. No, 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 no. No, thank you. I, $30,000 in your butt? I mean, how big, also, is, how big is your area? Do you have a wiping problem? Like, what? 
I, I don't. I mean, I, I've seen some videos. I don't want to ask. I don't want to talk. What? I don't want to talk about this anymore. What is she talking about? I don't know. I don't want to talk about it anymore. But like, if I if you gave me a wad of thirty thousand dollars to stick back there, you wouldn't have to worry about nothing. I mean, I bathe. Thank you. Also, you could like spread it out, like top to bottom, right? Please like don't. a like a log Please kind of thing. Stack it, spreading it out. I gotta. I'm get just out saying. Of here. I'm trying to I'm figure done. out the real estate. I'm done. I'm done. I watch. I'm sure there's a YouTube video about it. All right. Propina Nabunda. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time to play a game. That game is called the Throwback Live. We're gonna do that after this on My Talk 107.1. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.